Welcome to the reboot of the Could You Please podcast. This is going to be episode one, and we're going to take a different approach to what I've done before. For my previous listeners, welcome. I'm so happy that you're still subscribed to this podcast. If you're new and just listening, I'm also grateful to have you here. And um, the podcasts are going to be a little bit shorter in this reboot. Before, I would shoot for an hour, sometimes longer, sometimes a little bit shorter. Uh, but before, um, it used to be just very off the cuff, and I was just getting my feet into the podcasting game. So I didn't really know what I was doing. And as you can tell from just the sound of this podcast, it's a lot higher quality. You know, thankfully, through the learning experiences of Cheap Shot Discussions, which is another podcast that I co-host with my friend Dallas Weaver, I've learned a lot. <clears throat> Please excuse me. I've learned a lot um, in audio fidelity. I've learned a lot about just production of, of the podcast in general. So I hope you guys find this valuable and I hope that you take something away from it. So in my last episode, I actually was still living with Dallas. We were in a studio. We didn't have the hardware to produce this type of quality, uh, but now we do. So I'm very grateful for that. And I just want to first start out by saying um, I'm so appreciative. And I know I touched on this just a second ago, but I'm so appreciative for the people that listen to our podcasts and the ones that um, have basically been there since the beginning and continue to support us. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. So much has changed uh, in such a short amount of time. And the older I get, the more that I realize that time is just flying by. You know, when you're young, a year, a year, oh my goodness, a year feels like forever. A month feels like forever. You know, when you're four years old and, and your mom or someone says like, we'll, we'll go next month. You're like, oh, a month. It's like forever. And now as I'm older, years are flying by. I'm 25 years old now. Um, for those of you who don't know me, hello. Nice to meet you. I'm Caden. I live in Utah. I've lived in Utah for over five years now. And uh, God, it's been longer than that. Well, I did say longer, longer than five years. So I've been in Utah for longer than five years. Got some experience under the belt. And um, yeah, I just kind of want to make an episode. And the title of this episode is Don't Give Up. Because I think a lot of people are put into situations or may have a certain type of life that they think, why me? Why is this happening to me? Why, why do I have to go through this? Why am I, I can't take it anymore. This is too much for me. And I'll just say this. It's an easy reaction to point the finger and just think the victim mentality, like this is awful. Why is this happening to me? Nothing will ever get better, but I can say firsthand, things definitely get better. And it's not because things get easier because they do not, they don't get easier. Things don't get easier. But what happens is 
these tough tribulations and trials that you go through form a stronger tolerance to pain and suffering. 100%. You'll go through some pretty bad things in your life, but in the end, it makes you a stronger person and your threshold of being able to handle things in your life will go much higher than you ever thought possible. And some people transition and go through this process a lot faster than the others. Um, some people don't hit this until, you know, it, it depends. Some people hit it at 20, 30, 40. Some people don't hit it at all. Some people hit it when they're 80. Um, it's, it's so very different for everybody. So all I can say is don't give up. Don't give up. When I started the podcast, a lot of people thought, you know, I was crazy or I had no, like, what are you doing? You're starting a podcast. Don't you know there's a bunch of other podcasts that are doing way better than you? Why would you start a podcast thinking that you could become better? And in actuality, um, when I started the podcast, it was just for me. It was just a way that I could talk be silly, you know, have a fun time. And now I'm in a position where the podcast has grown. Cheap Shot Discussions has grown. And I'm rebooting Could You Please. And I, the future episodes won't be as, as, you know, morbid as this one is. But I stuck with it. You know, Cheap Shot Discussions is going on this next April will be two years and we've done it consistently. And we're fortunate enough to have listeners from all around the world, Canada, Australia, um, Ireland, and the United States, obviously. And I had no idea that it would get to this point because I just found something I was passionate about and I was able to project my true self out to the world. And that's, that's where it's led me. So the new direction I want to treat this podcast is before it was very calm, uh, like comedic. I based it on Chris Alia's podcast, Congratulations, which, you know, allegations after allegations start pouring out. And uh, I'll say this for the record. My penis has not been near anyone underage exposed. Okay. I'll put that out in the open. It, Take that how you will. But we don't want pedophilia around here. We don't want it around me. We don't want it near me. Get it away from me. You know what I mean? So thank you guys for tuning in. Um, back to the subject of not giving up. We 100% live in a world right now where you get ostracized for having different beliefs or different opinions than what you know normal society abides by. So for all my people out there who say, or, or who are told, or may, not even who are told, let's say this. If you're ambitious to achieve something that you've never had before, you know, maybe your family's never had before, your friends have never had before, you're going to have to tread in murky waters for quite a while. You're going to have to put yourself on the line to achieve something greater than you think is possible. What do I mean by that? It's a good question. I don't even really know. But if you want to have something you've never had before, you have to do things that you've never done before. 
And when I first started, could you please, even though this will be labeled as episode one, and I'm going to bundle up the first 20 episodes, my only 20 episodes, um, and kind of archive them for later. But what was I even going to say? I don't even remember what I was going to say at this point. Unbelievable. How could I? I just started it as a passion. And I laid my thoughts down and I made it uncomfortable for myself because it started. I remember what I was going to say. I had to talk to myself for an hour at a time. And if you're not used to that, it's very overwhelming. You're sitting in a room by yourself, talking to yourself, and your neighbors walking by, like, "What's this? Uh, what's this bimbo doing in here?" You know, talking to himself like half a momo in there. And yeah, you know what I am. But at the same time, I'm comfortable with it now because it comes with experience. So maybe somebody out there wants to start a podcast, YouTube channel, projecting themselves, but they're uncomfortable with it. Understand. That that uncomfort, that suffering leads to character development uh, and overall will make you a stronger person. I'm not saying that I'm better than anybody out there. But what I am saying is that I've put in the work and I've tried to hone my craft to the point where I'm comfortable talking into a microphone by myself, having conversations by myself, um, because now I know people listen to it. And, you know, for whatever reason, but I'm very grateful for that. And I would just say, if you're passionate about something, if you want to go after something, just do it, man. Just do it. Life is way too short. The years fly by. From age 20 to 25 went by in the snap of a finger. I mean, hell, this year. 2020 has gone by so fast, primarily because of the coronavirus, you know, quote unquote, if you believe in that sort of thing. Here's my thing on it, man. You have the flu every year, right? It comes around every single year. You know, if one of your friends gets it, more than likely you get it. It makes the rounds, as they call it, right? It makes the rounds. Oh, I must have caught the flu from someone this year. It's flu season which makes sense. You know, I see that physically. Do I know anyone who has a coronavirus? No. Have I seen anybody violently die on the street from the coronavirus? No. Have I seen hospitals filled up with people because of the coronavirus? No. The most deadly disease in recorded history, but you have to get a test to find out if you have it. I'm just questioning that. I'm not going to make a definitive statement on it, but I sit here wondering, you know, if it's as deadly as they say it is, why isn't, why, why haven't I seen dead bodies on the street? Why haven't I met somebody who has it? Why haven't I, uh, you know, none of my family members, I don't know anybody who knows anyone who has it. So I'm just skeptical. And what I was getting at is that this year has just flown by, flown by because of this whole thing. It's, uh, I remember when it originated in China. I pay attention to, to international news. 
and I saw it, you know, poking up and some people told me like, oh, I'm not worried about it. It's not going to, who cares? I can still go out and live my normal life. Why do I care? And now it's to a point where it's altered, you know, how we're supposed to feel. Because there's a lot of people out there that are going to tell you how you're supposed to feel. And the only one who can determine how you actually feel is yourself. So yeah, we can sit here being afraid about some virus, quote unquote virus, and live in fear and stay away from people and not shake each other's hands or hug each other. But is it doing any good for your own mental well-being? Is it doing any good um, for society? It's an argument that I'd, I'd uh, be curious if any of you guys have. So if you have any suggestions that you want to talk about, could you please at gmail.com send me an email. Um, I think I have the Anchor site set up. So it would be anchor.fm forward slash CYD. And uh, you would be able to submit your voice messages and be featured on the podcast. But it's just super interesting to me to see how this whole thing unfolds. And you really start to see the people that pay attention to what they're being fed and the people that do their own research. And I understand a lot of people don't have time to, you know, fully immerse themselves in alternative media. I totally understand that. But for the people that say they have zero time at all to look into it, what are you talking about? Do you have time to watch TV at nighttime? Do you have time to, uh, you know, whatever, whatever... You can look at your life and you can analyze the time and you can see pretty fast where you waste a lot of time. So if you're getting 100% of your news sources from comedic shows, you know, Stephen Colbert, John Oliver, whatever, you've just spent an hour of your life watching somebody who tells you how to think and what to believe. And you're going to sit here and have the audacity to tell me you have zero time to do any research. That's the biggest problem right now, man. Too many people playing the victim card of, oh, I'm so busy. Well, what do you do? Well, I had to go home. I, I, actually, perfect example. I watched a, uh, th- there was a commercial, I think on, on some, it was probably Hulu or something. But it was a dentist commercial for braces, like one of those braces, like, you know, pay a certain amount a month and then they ship you things and they straighten your teeth. But the funny part to me is that the people in the commercial were like, I don't have time to go to the orthodontist. I have to do so many things. I work a 40 hour work week. I have to walk my dog. Uh, I have to feed my dog. Uh, Then I have to go to bed. It's like... Okay, you have eight hours a day. You, you work a full-time job. Great. Dog walk, 15 minutes. Cool. Um, and you feed your dog. You literally just put your hand in a uh, bag of food and then dump it into a bowl, which takes about five minutes. If that. 
And we're in eight hours, eight hours, uh, you know, for sleeping. So we have the eight hours plus the eight hours of working and sleeping, 16 hours. And then you walk your dog 15 minutes plus, you know, your, uh, your feeding of your dog. So we'll round it to 20 minutes and be generous. So now we're sitting at uh, 17 hours and 20 minutes. And even if you go to the gym every day for two hours, 19 hours and 20 minutes, okay, you still have four hours and 40 minutes. And where does that time get spent? You know, is it reading books? Is it watching movies? Is it playing video games? It's really up to you. It's the beauty of this country. You have the freedom to decide for yourself. But for the people that say they have no time, get out of my face, man. Get out of my face. Everyone on this earth has the same amount of time. There's 24 hours in a day. How you choose to spend it is up to you. But this idea that you don't have time to go to the orthodontist because you walk your dog and you have to feed your dog and work a full-time job, are you kidding me? I'm not bragging here, but I... I work a full-time job. I run two podcasts. I produce internet content. I write. I read. I still have time to uh, you know, watch some TV every now and then. And guess what? I can still walk my dog and I still have time to feed my dog. It's crazy. It's insane. And even then, I feel like I'm awful at managing my time because I still drink. And that's something that, you know, I've been vocal on cheap shot discussions that I want to stop doing. And it's something that I've struggled with. And I've actually said that for, um, I think, over a year for sure that I've wanted to, to kick this habit because it's a time waster more than anything. Not only does it have health ramifications, but it's a time waster. Really easy to have a few drinks and then just let the night slip away. and. You know, you get worse sleep, you become more agitated, and your whole life just starts becoming like a task. Like, oh, I have to get up, I have to do this, I have to do that. But the clarity that comes from stopping, because, you know, my previous mentality of being like drinking and then getting really bad sleep and then getting up in a bad mood and being like, I hate this job, I hate this job, I hate going to this job, screw this job has changed more into you know being aware that that's in my control to change my career. I 100% have control in that. It's just where I allocate my time. So the out, let's say the alcohol gets cut out. Still doing the gym. 4 hours a day to focus on you know learning or rewriting resumes writing cover letters per day, right? It's a lot of time to be able to hone a craft, to be able to shift careers. So all I'm going to say is for those people out there that have a job that they don't like or you know they're sick of their routine, what can you do now, even if it's for 20 minutes a day? What can you do now to set your future self up for success in living a different type of life. I've been 
blessed beyond measure to have worked in several different industries and actually gain experience in different industries and see what different uh, areas of the working environment are like. I'm approaching 10 years of working experience now. I'm 25 years old. Okay. When I was underage or when I wasn't uh, moved out yet, I worked on political campaigns. I worked in community volunteer groups. And it's not bragging, but I'm saying that I kept myself occupied and I wanted to experience as much as I could. So if you're in a career path that you may not enjoy or you don't like, branch out. Okay. Clean up your current situation, whether that means paying off debt so that you can afford to save up and transition into what you want to do, pursue education to get into a field that you want to try. Um, but I have a hard time recommending somebody right out of high school go to college and just double down on a career when they're still young and they don't truly know what they want. So if there's any younger listeners out there, I would recommend this. Give yourself a deadline. I would recommend out of high school probably taking four years for yourself. Getting out into the real world, taking a job, working full-time where you're doing nothing but working and balancing your normal life before you pursue education. Jump jobs every six months. Jump to a new industry. Try new things. See what you like. See things that interest you. You know, every six months for four years, that's eight different jobs. That's eight industries you can move between. I've worked in Oh, goodness. I've worked in the financial industry. I've worked in the car industry. I've worked in the security industry, technology, sales. Um, I've, I've, the retail. I've jumped all over the place. And that's my biggest, biggest thing that I'm so happy that I did is I experienced different things. Will I go back to school? It's possible. But it's also uh, this taking this time for myself has changed my perspective of what I want to do and the direction I want to take in life. And that's all I can challenge the people out there to do is experience, experience things. You know, I, I, I mentioned the drinking thing. And even though I think it's an awful habit and I think that it steals time and all of these things. I'm very grateful I went through this period of my life where I got to experience that because without that perspective of the rock bottom area, there's no, there's no way that you can fully grasp, grasp the lows and the highs. If you've never reached a rock bottom, the lower your rock bottom is, your perceptual, perceptual high or the perceptual um, you know, top of where you can hit gets so much bigger. And for the people that have never drank before, don't start. Don't start. I'm just saying that my mistakes have made me more aware of what rock bottom actually can be. Or smoking cigarettes, that's another one. That's another one that luckily I was able to kick. Um, Granted, it's, it's to vaping now, but in the grand scheme of things, being able to escape the, the, you know, the cancer sticks was probably one of my greatest accomplishments 
or me being happy that I was able to do that. It's, it was just rewarding. The first sense of freedom that I felt in a long time. Because when I moved out when I was 18 and I moved over 500 miles away, you know, not knowing if I even had a job, moved out of my parents, packed up all my stuff, moved 500 miles away, worked part-time for retail, barely made rent, barely had any money for food. Um, and I was scared. And I think a lot of people out there may, uh, make decisions that make them scared and just understand that no suffering is without meaning. For a long time, I thought that life was just endless suffering and there was no, there was no light at the end of the tunnel. But now what I realize is that that suffering has meaning. That suffering drives you to become a better person. It drives you to understand what you actually want to achieve in life. It drives you to run away from that suffering, at least for me. I was always the person motivated by something chasing me rather than chasing after it. And it took me a solid almost 10 years to understand that if I chase something rather than be chased by something, uh, it, it tends to, to uh, be a little bit easier, but I don't for a second regret having these problems, whether it be financial or working or friendships, things that were chasing me and that eventually caught up to me and humbled me and made me change my perspective. But I don't regret that whatsoever because it shaped me into the person that I am and it made me a stronger individual long term. I have a hard time relating to people my age because not saying that, you know, there are people out there that haven't gone through more than I have, but at the same time, I've been through quite a bit. I've, I've gone through some rough patches for a 25 year old. I, you know, I wasn't privileged to privileged enough to be raised in a, a wealthy family where right out of high school, I went to college and it was all paid for and I didn't have to work a job. None of that. You know, I've, I've worked multiple jobs at a time, balanced bills, made stupid financial decisions, which in the end caught up to me. But it made me learn how valuable it is, how absolutely valuable it is to experience the bad part of life because the people that go throughout life that don't experience the, the trials and the, the hardships, the financial hardships will probably pay for it sometime in the future, whether that be way later in their life or, you know, midlife, whatever. I'm super grateful that I've hit that at one point hit the rock bottom because I wouldn't know what that tastes like. You know, even if your life is average, some people will have a very average life where they make decent money and they have no financial burdens, but they're not happy. And I'm grateful enough that I experienced the low of the low because now that my life's pretty standard, I can look back and say, wow, my life is amazing, a million times better than what it used to be. Because I went out and experienced. 
and I put myself through hardships, not purposely, you know, young me buying $30,000 cars or whatever, like I'll make this payment. No worries. What is it? What is it? $500 car payment? Totally fine. I make, you know, 12 an hour. Easy. Easy. I can make that. I just won't eat food as much and I'll do that. I just won't go to fast food and I'll only eat rice for five years. It'll be per, it'll be easy. You know, you start rationalizing with just irrational, you know, thoughts. And I'm so, so grateful that I went through all of that because now I understand the value of those lessons that were taught to me. And um, so, like I said, for those younger viewers that are just getting out of high school, who are thinking like, I don't know what I want to do in life. Society wants me to go to college. My parents want me to go to college. Listen to this. Take four years for yourself. Go work for somebody. Live within your means. Do not get into debt. Don't get into a debt situation where you have to dig yourself out. Because that that is the number one thing that's going to hold you back. Go get a car. You know, a beater car. save up in cash, buy that car, work for four years, meet new friends in the workplace, get an understanding of what it's like to be an adult and pay your own bills and provide for yourself and then kind of figure out what you like doing. Because one thing they don't teach you in college is that you also have to balance that like you'll get the money, sure, but you also have to balance that eight hours a day that gets sucked away from you. So if you don't like doing it, then you'll probably be pretty miserable. So once you learn how to cope with working eight hours a day, and then on top of that, find out the things that you love to do that truly make you happy, then you can pursue the education to enhance those thoughts and enhance those hobbies that you enjoy to do to make what you enjoy doing. Um, a way of monetizing, a way of making money from it. So I just want to leave you with that today, guys. Welcome back to Could You Please Podcast. This has been episode one, and we have a lot more to go over. I don't know about a schedule as far as how often I'm going to upload, but um, we're going in a new direction. Take care, you guys. Don't give up.